Welcome to Inspire Voices, where we bring you inspiring stories of business people who have made it big in their respective fields. Today, we talk with the Texas staple in the world of business. Meet the owner of Omar's Wheels and Tires, one of the largest wheels and tire retail shops here in the Dallas Metroplex. Omar's success has not gone unnoticed. He's a social celebrity, entrepreneur, and leader who has broken the internet on all social platforms. He's widely known as the king of custom wheels, providing over 5,000 plus styles for custom wheels for all kinds of vehicles. His business offers a space for creativity and variety for your deepest desires. Omar harnesses hard work as a way of life, as it is second nature to his being. His story is a source of inspiration for everyone showing that hard work and commitment to your goals can make a mark in the world. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired as we dive into the world of business with Omar, the king of custom wheels. My name is Omar. I'm the owner of Omar Rims and Tires. I've been owning this business almost 18 years, and it's in Dallas, Texas. It's on Buckner, 3760 South Buckner, Dallas, Texas. How long have you lived in Dallas? I've been here in America since 1996. So I lived here in Dallas since 1998, December. Okay. Yeah. I moved here. We used to live in uh, Utah, and we moved here. And, uh, and I, I, all I remember, I moved here December uh, 12th in 1998. We moved here. That was our last destination. So we, I, I went to school here. I dropped school, and I was a crazy boy in school. Were you? So, I was, you know. Why, why do you say that? What were you doing? That because I was, crazy. Uh, uh, the people I hang with mm-hmm. and fight, I help my friends to fight these people. Uh, and I got in trouble, school, fighting. Uh, it was always fighting. Mm. And so, end of the years, you know, I was like, you know what? School's not for me. Mm. You know, I, like, I just dropped school. Mm. And I went to look for a job. Mm-hmm. And I fought, my first job was at Tom Tom. At Tom Tom? Yeah. Where at? Which and, location? And um, it was on Campbell and Coy in the Richardson area. Oh, okay. dang, that's a, oh, okay. Did you live in that area? No, no, we or? used to live in, um, I used to live in Spring Valley on 75, okay. 635. So it's easy. It's up the street, kind of. The meat park, you know, the apartments. And that was like 1998, 99, 2000. That was before North Park or anything. So you've yes. seen the expansion of the highway. I know. <gasps> You sat through that traffic, bless your heart. Yeah, and so that was my first job, and then I find another job. It's, I, think, I have two jobs, Tom Tom and Walmart. Mm-hmm. So I was working two jobs every day. What age were you? I was like 18, 19. Okay. And I, I started working at Tom Tom when I was 17 years old. And I was, uh, first I was a beggar. You know, I was, whenever customers go in, they shop, and I would, I would put all the customers... Uh, stuff in the groceries in the plastic bag and put in the cart and I was helping them take it outside come back and they would tip me here and there you know and then boom I went to a, I transferred myself to another tom-tom and I went to, I was a dairy manager okay. and from there on I then I have my second job just work my out you know just save my money save my money and I didn't want to work for a small, a big company because I don't give a fuck about you. You know, a big company don't give a fuck about you. To me, a small company, you will see more effort. You know, you will see. You know, you can you can do it too. If you see, if you work with a small company, you can. I feel like you can benefit more than a big company. You work in a Walmart. You're not gonna you're not gonna open a Walmart in hundred years. 
because warm the stars and warm all over the United States. I feel like, you know, when you work for a small, a small company, like, no matter what you do in America, you can do it. So wait a second. Did working with those large corporations say yuck to you? And you're like, I'm done. I, I want really, to, really, I want to, really, is that really, what did uh, it? And honest to God, even when I, uh, like, if you want to go to, like, TomTom, Tom, I was a hard worker. For, even when I was working for, not myself, just a company. Sure. I was work, hard working. And when I was working there, I was busting my ass off. You know, I, I like, like dairy department was my department. I was manager over there. And I will take, uh, when I was done whatever I was doing, I will go to the other department, help them finish everything. You know, clean, whatever I was gonna do. I was just helping them break in the boxes. And you have that tenacity, that go-getter tenacity. You know, I, I, I feel it. like I was, I, I feel like I was a leader from a gecko. I Any, can see it, yeah. You know, really anybody can do whatever they want. This is a beautiful country, America. But people, some people don't want to, they don't want to bust them ass off to be what, it, like, they want to go for. Okay, so stepping back, you're at the uh, the grocery store, you've left. How did you get in, did you get, like, your first car, and you, like, Man, put I custom saved my wheels money. on I, it, my, or what? My first, I want to hear that story. You want to know the whole story, or you just want to hear the basics? I want to hear the custom wheel. Do you want to know how I went to the rent business from TomTom? Yeah. I was working TomTom from 6 to 2, and then from 3 to 12 o'clock at Walmart. So I saved my a little bit of money, and then uh, I, I buy me a car, Lexus. It was I have some tunies on it, you know, and I, I thought I was balling, you know, and it's showing off, 17, 18. And here we go, I need four tires for my vehicle. And I need four tires for my vehicle. And then I asked my friends, man, I need four tires for my car. And every shop I call, they give me a price, crazy price. He's, and then my, my, this is my guy, he was my friend. And then them days, and then he's like, hey man, I know a tire shop in Garland. Uh, this guy name is Mo, and he sells tires cheap. And I said, man, Monday's my day off. How about we go over there Monday? And boom, Monday, me and him, we go over there, and I buy four tires from this guy, his name is Mo, in Garland. And I ask him, hey bro, uh, I need four tires. He, he give me a price, I buy it, I pay with my credit card. He asked me, hey, where are you from? I said, I'm Kurdish. He said, oh, from where? I said, from northern Iraq. I'm Kurdish. He said, oh, that's badass. He said, do you have a job? I said, yeah, I do. He said, you want to work for me? I said, hell no. Yeah. Me responded, to this, no bullshit. I'm like, back then, I'm like, hell no. I don't want to work for you, man. I have a good job. You know, I have two jobs. I'm off Saturday, Sunday. You know, this is me thinking about America lifestyle. Yeah. I have two days off. And long story short, I'm like, and I, I I buy two tires. He said, man, let me know if you want a job. And boom, I went to work next day. And my boss, he said, man, you don't want to. I said, man, I think we should go work for that guy, bro. He's like, I said, man, let's go. I said, man, I have two jobs. I'm two days off. I'm making good money. I'm young. No bullshit. I'm making money back then. I was 17, 18 years old. I'm making two jobs, making money. And then uh, I went back to the guy again. Week later, I said, hey, bro, you want to hire me? How much are you going to pay me? He said, I'm going to pay you $400 a week. I said, damn, that's nothing. Two jobs, quit, come back over here. I'm taking a risk. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I, I will take a risk. I'm going to come work for you. Long story short, and I want to get my inspection license. And What did he hire you as? He hired me at an inspection. I, I was doing inspections for cars, vehicles. 
And so I have my inspection license. I went to school for it two days. Don't look at my car right now, but yeah, it's expired. My, it is expired. My Rolls Royce inspection has been expired over two years, and I don't give a fuck. I don't have time. Right. This is this is how busy I am. I swear, I was driving. The, you know what? I'm lying. Matter of fact, I I post a picture about the Rolls Royce, and somebody uh, left a comment like, "Hey, dude." Your expectation is expired. I'm reading. I'm like, what? this guy is stupid. Look, this is how busy I am. No bullshit. I don't even have time to go do a fucking inspection for my vehicle. You know, and people sit over here, they have so much time. And I swear, if they have more time and day, I will buy it and keep working and be, be successful more. We, we sidetracked. Sorry. So you were working as an inspector? I work at, I work at, yeah. with them. his name is Mo. I work for him in Garland. The shop is on Gar in Garland. Is it still there? It's still there. Oh. Okay. The shop is still there in Garland. You know, God is beautiful. How life works, how time go by. You know, when that guy see me working, and really, really, I work hard. And working for the man, I was working hard. He's like, man, I never forget when I was working for him. My job is inspection. I'm doing inspection for vehicle. And I will still do inspection, come help the guys change tires, because I want to learn the game. I want to learn everything. I said, if I learn, it's going to benefit me, only nobody else. The other guys that were with me, my cousin, my friends, no bullshit. I have my, all of them guys that were teaching me everything. I, I learned, I learned. I'm like, I'm, I want to learn, I want to learn, because one day I'm going to have my own shop. I have to be a leader. Imagine I have my own business, I don't know shit. My work is going to run over me. I'm like, you know what? I'm working for the man, saving my money. And we buy our, I buy, uh, and then boom, he asked me, I'm going to help you open a shop. And the whole time, and I believe in this guy. So you have like a partnership, friendship that you with developed him? over the years with him? And no. He. The story keep going. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Long story short. I'm curious. I'm sorry. I want to pause you because I want to hear it all. I really do because you, you, not a lot of people are, there's no one like you that I can think of. And, um, you know, going back to you start doing inspections and all of that, what moment did you realize, wait, wait a second, you know, I'm out here busting, busting my ass and, you know, you know making I, money for I these people. When can I do, like, when did you think, like, were you be honest in the action? Be, at the same time I was working for him, I said, man, I want a shop. You know, I asked that guy, remember in 2004, I'm working for the man. I asked him, how much money are you making? In 2004, he was like, man, I make $30,000, $40,000 a month. I said, damn. Back then, $30,000, $40,000 was, to me, it was like fucking two, dollars $300,000 a month. And I'm sitting over there, I'm like, damn, bro, uh, you making this much money? He said, yeah. And he said, man, I hope you open one. Work hard with me. And he was telling me this, Tom, uh, over time, he was just sitting there, uh, he was bullshitting. He said, let me have a kid, and another kid, and I'm like, you know what? And then, long story short, I have about $30,000, $40,000 safe by then, like, you know? And we, we buy a shop in Garland. I didn't, I, I never went to be his competition. I opened a shop, his shop was on First Street, in Buckingham. I opened a shop on Centerville, all the way. You're like, you know what I'm saying? You have to yeah, like, you should respect, for You sure. know what I'm saying? God, I, 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 move in, I move away from him. I don't want to mm -hmm. open it like next door to him. I don't want him to be like, damn. Yeah. I show you everything, motherfucker, and mm -hmm. then you open up. And, and no bullshit, it was a shop next door to him for sale. 
like right across the street from McDonald's. <laughs> but look, me growing up, I have to respect people to give respect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have, to, I go hardcore. I don't give a fuck. When I, when I go to work, I go to work. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to business, why well, I respect business mm-hmm. because, and then sure, sure enough, I we op- we buy our shop in 2005. One shop we we as it was. You want me to explain to you how many people was in the partner the shop, mm-hmm. the shop I buy the first one. Mm-hmm. I did not have all the money. It was me, and my brother, and two other guys. So total of four partners. Me and my brother, we are partners of. The, it was three partners, so I was my brother's partner. If my brother make $2,000, me and him, we have to split that $1,000. The I relationship mean $2, is automatically equal kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then lost to short, uh, them partners, we opened that shop. Them partners, they didn't want it. They said, hey, man, we're not making money. Let's sell it. I said, man, dude, a brand new shop. You have to give some time. They're like, no, we don't want it. Long story short, me and my brother, we worked it out with that guys. And they were being very nice. And be honest with you, I never forget. And they tell my brother, hey man, pay me. They didn't tell me because they didn't trust me. They trust my big brother. They say, hey man, pay me whenever you have the money. And my brother said, okay. So sure enough, my, my brother uh, paid them guys and I paid my brother. So we partners of two, one shop, me and him. And we start make, I start making, man, God is beautiful. We start making money. Boom, boom. I, I'm doing inspection. And sure enough, they opened a gas station right in front of my shop. Uh, mm. It was QT gas station. <gasps> and wow. I never forget, uh, we used to do like 300 inspection a month, 250, 300, 350. And then sure enough. Uh, that seems like a lot, but it isn't, is it? Yeah, it, back then. Okay. It was, just imagine 350 inspection times 35 a month. That was a lot of money. And then, um, boom, uh, we opened a. We opened the shop. That shop is making money. We, I'm saving my money. I buy another car, BMW. You know, I'm, I'm young. I'm still young, but I was trying to, like, show off in life, you know? Yeah, enjoy And then your, I'm enjoying my life. Yeah. And I, I said, you know what, man? I, we, we need to buy another shop. Mm-hmm. And we save our money. And me and my brother, we buy another shop. So we buy another one down, all the way down the street. We buy it. That shop we buy, it, I think, if, uh, in 2000. Eight. In 2009, we opened a shop together. Oh. The, the, my main shop right now, mm-hmm. that's, we opened it together right there, me and him. He called me after like, uh, you know what's, what's funny about that guy? I never forget. Me, no bullshit. Uh, that man, I never forget. When I tell him, hey man, I find a location, me and my brother and some other guys, uh, I'm going to give you a week, two weeks notice. I just want to let you know. I never forget. He tapped me in my, my shoulder, and I swear, I, I never forget. And not say good luck to you, Omar. He tapped me. He said, hey, man, you know what? You're going to come back working for me like a dog one day. Just remember, and I'm not going to hire you. And I look, I look at him. I said, damn, bro. Like, I, at least be like, man, I'm proud of you, brother. Uh, keep it up and, uh, like, motivate me. Don't fucking uh, sit over here and tell me I'm going to come look for a job and you're not going to hire me. I said, but you know what? And I have that back in my head. I said, man, and I swear on everything, I'm going to dominate the game. And when people are like, what do you mean dominate what? I said, I'm going to dominate the rim business. I will fuck everything up. I will control the business so hard. 
and watch. Everybody's going to recognize my name when I walk away from this business. And he tapped me. He's like, man, uh, fuck, pretty much fuck you. I'm like, damn. I said, you know what? Fuck you, man. I'm going to show you who I am. I'm a bad motherfucker, bro. And I went, boom. I work, work, work. Even the word is still back in my head today. And he see me. And he called me, let's be partners. The same guy, I started with him in 2004. In 2005, I mean 2009, we, 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 we connect again, partners. And I asked him, I said, remember, you asked me I cannot do it? I said, look how life is. Today you're my partner. And he said, I, man, he said, be honest with you, bro. He's Muslim. Mm. He's from Palestine. Mm -hmm. And I'm Kurdish from northern Iraq. And he's like, he said, man, wallahi, wallahi mean, swear. He said, when I see you, the first day you work for me, I, I see in you, you bad motherfucker, bro. <laughs> he said, I, I, it, it pissed me off when you left me. I said, but I was with you the whole time. You don't want to help me. I said, I have to find my way to go up. And long story short, me and him, we were, we were partnered for like a year, two years, I think, over there in the corner. And we, we, we break off because she didn't go right because we have problems with customers and a bunch of other companies we borrow money from and we split from there. And so how many shops um, in your life have you owned? Like different locations? I own uh, more than 15 shops. More than 15? Yeah. Wow. But, but I back off from it because... What, what, wait, you own 15? Was, what was your... I own 15 rim shops. At once? Yeah. Oh my god! It was all over Dallas. I didn't know that. By Oak Cliff area, McKinney, and That's Mesquite, why I see your Dallas. name everywhere. Uh, yeah, it used to, it, both of them used to be Omar's. Okay. So I changed all the names to, uh -huh. to, to different names. So because of customers, I don't want them to go to the same spot, be like, oh, uh, Omar, Omar, you know? Mm -hmm. So I changed the name and help my business because I focus on my main one a lot. When so I you pretty much just dominated the market. You were able to drive prices between, were you able to drive prices between the shops? I fucked the prices up. Oh, I'm like, hell, I'm I like a gas it. station. I, I go up and down, you know? So wait, when, when, when you started your first shop and you but made I make inspections, money. how did you trail off from inspections to wheels? I guess it just comes to the territory and did you see the, like, did you look at everything and you were like, okay, which lane can I make the most money in? And then you picked it. Was it was one business. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Inspection, it's the only reason I don't like inspection, mechanic work, because it's major stuff. I, I hate dealing with inspection. And plus, you have to deal with the state, mm. state of Texas. They, they want to fuck with you. They give you a problem, give you a ticket. And so I hate doing mechanic work. I hate doing inspection. But you know, it's good. is it good business? Of course, it's badass business. But I don't have the more, uh, I don't have, to, I like quick money. I like, I don't want to, you call me in my pocket lot for a week. I'm doing a transmission or tune-ups. I want shit to be done overnight. Yeah, you, know you get all the emotions, I imagine. You know, I, I like rim business. I, I like to see cars look good. And that's my motivation. Just work hard every day. So how many shops do you own right now? How many shops do I own, really? Let me see. Three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven shops on one street, one street on Buckner. For all the people to know, I own seven of them right there. I Down own, Buckner? Yeah, on Buckner. Oh, that's nice. Just hit up one, roll out. I run it from 30 all the way to 175. I control the street. And plus, I own two more on 635. 
I own one uh, McKinney. I want I own another one on an eighty in McKinney Mesquite. Do your parents um, do they live here? I don't have no parents. No? I grew up without father, without mother. Really? I'm serious. No way. At what age? I come to America when I was nine years old. Nine. Yeah. So I come. My my my, my brother was my guardian. So I have I have no father, no mother. I grew up. How much older was How old was he when you moved here? Me, I was nine. Your nine brother. Years. My brother, my mm-hmm. big brother was like I would say about like thirty five. Oh, okay, he was yeah, still he young. Was, yeah, and for me, I was young. I would say m- maybe his m- mid-30s, my brother moved over here. So I was nine years old. So I grew up without father, without mother. All the knowledge I do is from me and from God. You know, I have God always first. What, what sparked your interest in, in being who you are now? I don't like to be broke. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to depend on people. I don't like to ask anybody for anything in life because I know in life it's very hard for me growing up in this country without father, without mother. Nobody gave me anything. I did everything by myself. So were your brothers growing up, were they business owners? No. Me and my brother, we helped each other the first shop in 2005. Okay. And then... So you're the first wave in your family. I was of- pretty much, to be honest with you, I was a wave... To everybody grew up in my family, the business-wise. I'm not, I cannot say over here, God is a reason for everything, number one. God is a reason for everything in life. And God is a reason for this moment for all of us to wake up. So me, yes, I was the reason that my brother had a shop. And because he did, my brother didn't, he did not work at a rim shop, tire shop. He was working at a company. So when me working, and I tell him it's a good business, let's do it. Oh, you had to talk him into it, kind of? Yeah, yeah, I have to talk to, talk to yeah. him. So me growing up, and then this is what I did. And motivation make, you want to know why I'm motivating me? I like to help people. When I'm, when I'm talking about helping people, like if you really want to be what you, what, what you want to go like me, I help you, I show you the way. But... I cannot sit over here babysit you all your fucking life. You have to get up and do it yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So me getting up every day, I'm doing working, 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 working. Do I want to be successful? Fuck yeah. Do I want to have nice everything? Yes, I want to have nice house, nice cars. I like horses. I, I want to enjoy nice dinners with people. And not me sitting over here, I cannot afford to buy anything. Especially living in this country, you can do anything you want. But in this country, they have a lot of lazy people. And they will sit there, be like, I work six days. Man, I've been working 18 fucking years. I swear to God. And I work seven days a week. And believe me, I, I'm 38 years old. I can walk away from this business today and never work again. When I say I, I have money, I, I don't want fucking make half a million dollar a month. If I'm making 150 a month, I'm good. I can drive a Rolls-Royce, Lamborghini, have a nice house, go on vacation. I don't want to go private, private jet. I'll fuck that. For what? But it's, it's all up to you in the day. That's, that's amazing that you have done this with your life. You know, and, and very, it's very and you hard. And you just kept at it. You just kept at it. I, I never give up on anything I did. Yeah. Keep digging it, keep digging it. Every so what did, how were you as a kid? What kind of things did you do? What were your interests? Kid? When you were a kid, yeah. Did you play <laughs> sports? Ah. I was a bad little motherfucker. Going to school, walking to school, fighting with people in the, in the alleys, you know. 
That was my life. And, but do I, do I regret anything? I'll never regret anything I did in my life. So for my parents, I never grew up with them, but by the age of nine, I love my parents. I love my father and my mother. But me coming to America, and they were at, in Kurdistan, northern Iraq, and they passed away over there. They died both over there. Me growing up in America, I grew up by myself. So I never have a father or mother tell me what to do. It is way different from a sister or brother tell you what to do. But when a mother and a father tell you what to do, how to live life, it's more. But me growing up, I have to man up, learn everything by myself. You know what I'm saying? My brother's not gonna come sit with me. They, they might throw something on the table, but they're not, they're not, gonna, they're not gonna say the same word my father and my mother say. You know what I'm saying? They can tell me different things and I might not listen to them, but me growing up with, with a father and a mother, it was very hard. It challenged me every day to be a better man, to stand up, you know, to be better for myself, to for the others, help people, give back to my community, and show everybody. And I, I'm doing my best. In my end, I'm sitting, and I'm blessed. I can help everybody. You yeah. Know? So your motivation, it, 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 it's changed, I would imagine, with, through your success. How do you manage to stay on top of your game and keep yourself spark, that drive? Because now you've made it. You know, a motivation. My motivation is same. I it never change. I still go to work. Uh, my business is number one opportunity. My 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 paper. You know, my business is number one. I always go do same thing. I love. I love my business, and I have to cut a lot of people off. You know, and cutting people off. I, I have on your to, personal side of life is what you're saying. You have to cut yeah, people yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I have a personal yeah. life. You know. To because refocus me, as, your as, as Omar, yeah. I help people in business, try to help them. And I saw it, they would not benefit their own self. I'm like, man, what makes you think this guy's going to benefit me? You know, I have to like, it's like, a, you, it's like you're looking at a tree. You have to cut the, the every leaf is bothering you. You're walking by it. You have to cut the tree off. If it's the tree is in your backyard and you, you're passing by the tree, the leaf is hitting your face or anything. If it's bothering you, you gotta cut it off. Make sure the tree is beautiful. It's only the shade for you to benefit. So you have a clear view. A clear view. You can create a clear view of your life's perspective of what how you want to live. How do I want to live? No, that's that's what you're saying. Yeah, you, yeah you, exactly. You, you, you have control over that. I guess more as an adult than as a kid. I, I do this. You know, it's funny because when we were talking earlier, when you walked in and we were talking about vacationing and all of that. I was going to tell you, you know what, I found out this last time I vacationed, because again, remember I was telling you, I'm, I'm really busy as well, have a lot going too, not as busy as you by any means, but I'm up and I want to sleep sometimes, but when I went on vacation, I found out that if I don't get at least two days, meaning I fly in, I chill, I eat, relax, I sleep, I'm, I'm chill for one day, that next day, my energy levels are a little higher versus like getting there, landing, and then taking off. You know, That's what I learned as a business owner. So next time I vacation, I'm gonna like book at least a day or two for like relax. You know, you know, you know I, I try I to get in that that uh, vacation. You mode. want to talk about vacation? You know, when I go with my guy to vacation right here, mm -hmm. and I'm serious, serious, and I tell him, and I'm sitting there smoking my cigar, and I tell him, listen to me, the only way. I'm relaxed, he said what? For my business? When I'm on vacation, no bullshit, I, I, I have been going to vacation for four days. 
two day and a half later, hey, buy my ticket. What kind of, I'm flying back. Because I'm mentally, I'm thinking about my business so much. I'm, I'm top of my business. I don't enjoy my vacation. As a business owner, if you have a business like me, you don't enjoy the vacation, I promise you. And I tell them the only way I enjoy my vacation, and this two night example, is when the fucking shop is closed. When the shop is all closed, and, and I know, I call my guy, hey, the shop is closed, everything is good, they're like, yes. I said, have a good night, guys. And I sit there, I'm like, damn, let me enjoy this fucking hour and a half, two hours. When they open, my mind open. When they close, I close. And so having a business, business is very, very hard. And people think it's fucking easy. It's not. Or they think you get freedom. You don't get freedom. You know, people... You they, they, they to will, a degree, to a degree. Listen to but. me. In this fucking country, I bust my ass up every day to be what I'm at. If I wanted PPP loan, I can get it two years ago. A lot of money. But I didn't want to. Because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want my face be on fucking CNN. This guy got $5 million. He went to buy a Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, Bentley, house, this. I don't, I, don't, I don't want it. I work hard for my money. And I can build, I'm building a house. I can get a loan from my bank, but I don't want to. I'm going to build it with my own money, little by little. And I, I don't want to deal with banks. My bank proved me for over $2 million. No bullshit. I was with my, two of my friends. They were really good, good people. I'm on my way to the bank, and one of my guys, he's very religious. And we, as Muslim, we against interest. You know, in America, interest is all over papers. Yeah, so anyway, we, we walk in the bank, and I'm, I'm we driving, he's driving, and the mother guy's in the back seat, I'm in the front seat. He's talking to me, and I, he said, where are we going? I said, we're going to go eat, grab lunch, but let me stop by the bank. They told me 30, 45 minutes, sign it, and get the fuck out of here. And... I'm, I'm getting a loan, build my house, over $2 million. And I'm sitting there, and he's like, uh, he's talking to me, Omar, don't get this, don't get it, just work with your money. He's being, he's a really good man. He's like, I'll let you borrow money. If you want money, I'll give it to you. Do not get this interest, bro. I say, no, man, I, I get it, I don't need your money. I have money, but I want to get the fucking money from this bank. And he's like, man, just don't get it, bro. And I'm sitting over there, no bullshit, signing all the paper. The last paper, I swear, I'm like, man, I have money. Why am I need to sign this paper? And then I tell her, I tell her that, uh, it was a guy on the speaker, and then the lady, her name is Kim. She's helping me. I said, man, you know what? Cancel this. And Kim is telling the guy, hey, Omar, say he don't want to sign it. He's walking out. I walk out. And I went to the car. I tell my homo. And then they're mad. And then my, uh, my guy in the car, he's like, uh, so how, how you go? I said, be honest with you, I didn't sign it. He just shut the fuck up. I said, I swear to God. He said, you didn't sign it. I said, I didn't sign it. He said, swear. I said, he was so happy. He hugged me. He gave me a hug. He said, thank you, bro. He said, you want money? I'll give it to you. And I, I tried to surround myself with good people, not because they have money. You know what I'm saying? In life, anybody you surround your life with, you, you're going to be like them. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you surround yourself with kings, you're going to be a king. If you surround yourself with a piece of shit, you are going to be a piece of shit. So uh, me, I carry myself with a limit. I am nobody. I'm a human like everybody else. I sleep like everybody else. We eat. It's no different. All I carry myself 
I don't want problems. I don't want to be in trouble with anybody. I don't want to owe nobody money. I don't want to like any other situation in life. I just want to live my life normal and sit here, be happy. I can smoke my cigar, eat nice restaurant, go ride on my horses, drive my nice cars. And this is, this is what I love. So, so you're back to the basics, the basics of enjoying life, it sounds I, I, like. I, I, I'm a basic motherfucker. I am. People think I'm, I'm fancy. I swear I'm not fancy. I am no I'm not fancy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, do you think I'm fancy? You're down to earth. The only thing I like, I, like, I love shoes. Shoes? Yeah, I love shoes. Don't look at mine. I, I know, These I are mean, my showing shoes. No, I, I, I like shoes. I love cars. And my favorite thing of all, mm. I love dogs, especially mm. my baby, Shadow. And what kind of dog is it? I have a Rockwaller, German. Oh, okay. It's a big yeah, dog then. He's a, five year, he's a five years old baby. He's October will be five years old. I love animals, you know, and I love horses. Horses are the most beautiful thing in the world. Do you okay. compete? I'm sorry? Do you compete with, with horses? Cause you no, mentioned no, no, no. I have, I have one racing horse, and I have the other one I enjoy riding on it. So I, you race the horse? Yeah, I have a quarter horse. Okay. Yeah. At what point did you realize, and was it easy delegating business? Because if you started your first shop and you started expanding, you know, your, your, your first inner circle is your family, so it's easier to trust them. But to start opening up your doors to hiring employees and, you know, hiring accountants and doing all of that, I mean, for me, it's really hard because I just opened my realty group a couple years ago, and I always have agents trying to join my team. But, the, you know, the delegation of that, it's really hard because I want my business to be seen in a certain light. And if it's not, I immediately am like, oh, it like irks me inside a little bit. I need to let it go, I know. But was it easy delegating, you know, business, your, your, your business tasks? Because now you have so many shops. I imagine you have managers at all your shops, right? I, I have partners, my other shop. This is one, I, this, what I do is very, very hard. It's not easy. I make it look easy. I have three, four workers at one shop, you know, and you have to find right people. And that's why, that's why I'm not motor, like I'm not in the mood to open more because I can open it, but I don't want to. Because people don't want what I want. People, they will say it, but when it comes to work, 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 they will not do it. Like, especially this young kids, the young kid in this generation, they all lazy, and they will sit there. No, no, I'm not lazy. I want it. I want. They, they not. For me, you have to stay on top of them, don't you? For, yes, exactly. Like this young kid. I can hear your stress, and you, and you giving I, oh, chances, man. and 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 then maybe them not showing the same dedication. Yeah, and they, drive. they don't show same. Uh, look, like me when I'm when I'm in top of my when I go in my business, I think about outside a box. You have to, the mentality you have, you have to think about from A to Z, the top, your workers, who you hiring, who's, who's in charge of what, and then the money coming in, money leaving, or what coming in, what leaving. I, I, this young kid, I, I fucking, the young generation coming through, they sit here, and I, I'm, I'm serious, and I will handle it to them, here, bro, here. And they, they look at me like, I don't want it. I'm like, damn. When I started, motherfucker, nobody helped me. I said, I have to bust my ass off. And I'm like, dude, I wish somebody give the same opportunity. They, uh, I give it to you, and somebody give it to me. I said, nobody give me opportunity. Nobody even, it's like, it's like you're like you playing basketball. Somebody be like, hey, this is the ball. Come on, shoot. You throw the ball, but I don't want to shoot. 
So, dude, all I'm going to do is just throw you the ball and you shoot. I mean, we in the gym, work, let's work out. They'll be like, no, I don't want it. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? My, the, the young people, I, I see, it, it, it pissed me off. It bothered me. I'm a man, you're so lazy. 18 years, 17. Man, I was 17. I was working at Tom Tom. 18, I have two jobs. I bust my ass off. Do I know I was going to be right here? No. I worked. I worked. All I know, I didn't want to work for a big corporation because they can fire me like this. They don't give a fuck if Omar is there or not. They, all they come in, hey, we need to speak to you, please. Yes. Hey, I'm sorry. We cannot have you no more here. Just want to let you, you are fired. Yeah. It, you know, this is the thing that the generation is going to have to realize. It's, it's the effort. You're not going to get to, you're not going to get the result unless you put the effort in. Exactly. And this is, it's going to defeat them now because the innovation in AI technology that's around, you potentially could put, you know, screens in front of all your shops, have it all ran by AI, you know, taking payment, people customizing, you know, taking pictures of their car, you putting it on there. You don't need to hire anyone these days because of the technology that's available now. So, you know, the younger kids that are around, they need to realize that things are getting changing. Little and by little. those jobs and those opportunities, it's getting slim. The, 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 the funnel is getting slim. You can do, you can be a barber. You can be a construction. You can do floors. You can do glass. You can do, cut trees, cut grass. Anything you do, it is, it's money there. It's opportunities it's sitting there. People just don't want to pick it up. Me? If I was a barber, man, I will be in my car. If even I don't have a spot to work at, I would drive around, call people, call people. You know, it's people, I know it's barbers, they are lazy. I know uh, people, they cut grass, they are lazy. Oh, man, I have only five uh, houses to cut today. Man, I will cut all of them. I, I will cut if there's no light going down. You know, the light is all the way down, I will be cutting grass. But people don't want it. They don't, they, 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 at 8 o'clock, oh man, we gotta go. We gotta go. You know, they wanna work 9 to 5 job. Man, I wake up 6 in the morning. Remember, 6 in the morning. I'm hitting the road. I'm on the street. I leave, look, 6 to 8 o'clock at night. I go home. I go to the gym at 10 o'clock at night. People ask me, why are you at the gym always late? Why? Because I left from work 8 o'clock. By the time I go home 30 minutes, take a shower, get ready, go to the gym, it's 9.45, 10 o'clock. Do I want to be at the gym at 6 in the morning? I try to fix my schedule. I cannot find the right time to do it. And for businesses, all the business people, uh, small business, nobody's small. If you keep focusing on it, keep, keep focusing on your own business. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they give up because of families. And they be like, oh, you can't do it. Oh, you know what? I, man, anybody can do it. If I, if I do it, if I did it, I'm from northern Iraq. I'm Kurdish. I come to America. If I did it, anybody can do it. Why I have an opportunity in America? You, you cannot. Oh, they cannot do it. They can do it too. But they don't want to. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, oh, but how do I do it? Do I? Yeah, I work for somebody. I did the same thing you're doing. Work for somebody, save you money, instead of you partying every night, save you money, save you money. Really, if you save you money, little by little, you can open a small business, little by little, keep going up. Look at me, 18 years, I'm right here, thank God. 
Because you've invested in because yourself. Because I invest my, Time, I invested in myself. Everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. But do I, do I invest in another company when they can fire me anytime? You can be a, you can be a president, CEO, whatever you want to call yourself. They will fire you. They don't give a fuck. They don't. Yeah, the big corporation. You can work for Starbucks, Walmart, Tom Tom, Kroger, Albertson, all the little shops. They can fire you anytime you, they want to. Because the corporation, they don't care. They don't, the problem is that you don't work with the owners. Me, if I see one of my workers sitting there, like, like they need money or anything, I help them. I, I, what's going on? Oh, man, I'm, I'm struggling this. I, I swear I will help them. But go to a big company and be like, you can fucking don't have a car right. My worker called me, no bullshit, yesterday. Calling me FaceTime. He said, Omar, what's up? I'm in my truck still. I have a flat tire. I said, where are you at? He said, I want 75. And I, you know, I tell him, call Jesus to come pick you up right now. I'll bring a jack and help bring a spare. And I know what he's driving. Call him. I see my guys. I'm in my truck. They go, like you call a fucking Walmart. Be like, hey, I have a flat tire. Okay, we don't give a fuck. Don't, don't come in. My guy come over there 11, 11 o'clock to work. Let it be a big corporation. The manager will walk by you. Oh, I'm gonna write you down. Oh, okay, why? Because you come late. Dude, you don't even know what's going on with this person. He's, he's struggling in life. They don't see it. So me, I, I grew up, but thank God for everything, I try to help everybody around me. You know what I'm saying? And everybody been around me, they've been working for me for long years. If it, Anybody can do what I, they want. They can open a shop. If you save your money, you go open a shop. I'm not going to sit there and be like, man, fuck you, man. Why you do that? No, good luck. Go do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Will I be mad? Yes, I'm the man is my good worker. <laughs> but you know what? Instead of you leave, I'll be like, hey, hold on. Let me open it for you. you I'll be, you'll be my partner. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to give you your first option before you leave. Yeah, 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 right? But, you know, this is the life we live. <sighs> Crap, I had something I wanted to say when you were talking and I totally just lost it and it was good. I'm sorry because I, I, I was, uh, you should be like, oh my chill now, I, I got you. No, um, I, I like to hear you talk. You have a lot of great things to sh- share with people and I think the biggest part of what I'm hearing is your success is because you don't give up and you I keep know. going. You've managed to just continue to evolve. What? Tell me a little bit about your, uh, your future endeavors with your business. Where, where do you see you um, taking your business from here. In this moments of my life, I just enjoy whatever whatever I have and whatever I see. Enjoy time with my friends. We eat dinners, nice. And but I have a commercial building is on my mind. I want to keep continue uh, investing in commercials, and that's gonna be my best option. Retirement, whatever you want to call it. I love commercial building. I don't like. I'm not a big. Uh, I don't like to buy houses because people, they make too much problem through the houses and they will call you AC kitchen, this is a problem, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. I like commercials, you buy it, you lease it, and plus, and when I buy it, I do my business there. It's more better, uh, opportunity better for me. I like commercial, this is, this is my main target right now, keep buying commercial. And you wanna be successful in business, you buy commercials and invest your money and the money's come over time. A lot of money come to you. And like a suck like out, you open a water hole, drainage. You know, it's, that's what I see. And but it's only because you put work in. Yeah, yeah because it, it don't, it, I, I don't have money to go buy a million 
commercial building, but I try to, like, my goal is, I try to buy it every year, a couple of them. But this year, I want to hold on because of uh, what's going on, economy. And if I see a good deal, I'll buy it. But for the meantime, I'm, I'm just re remodeling whatever I have. And I, I got a couple of them. I'm remodeling, trying to finish it. But I'm, on, I'm all about commercial, all day, every day. Wow, you're, you're lucky. I, I had to stop my, my investment when it comes to, to buying. I have two, and I'm leveling out saving now. I'm doing what you're doing, remodeling. I'm going to put cedar on the, the box outs on the outside. They're starting to fall apart. So that's going to be the, the next big step here. I'm so excited for it. For here? Yeah. I yeah. see. This, this is a really beautiful building. I'm proud of you. I see you doing it. I see you working on light, walls, cleaning, tables. I see the good job. Thank you. My it's, dad made this table. Really, yeah. really, you, you, have, <laughs> well, you have good people working with you and making it nice. And I see you. You have motivation yourself. Like, I see you're a hard worker. Thank you. You know, I, I'm I really am. proud of you. Like, I see, when I see people, especially sisters like you, and working hard and hustling every day, and you're doing this one hour, boom, you're driving somewhere else, showing another person house or property. That's all motivation, you know. It's, what, what I see in you, like, you can do it. If you own this building, and I drive by here before, and I'm like, man, this is a nice black uh, building, nice, really pretty building. And then we come over here, I'm like, this hurts. It's crazy. Thank and you. I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm serious. Over time, you will see more process like work, like coming to your table. You be like, damn, I own this. And I swear, sometimes I, I drive. I'm like, man, I call my lands. How much? How many properties I own? I don't even know how many I own. I'm like, damn, one over here, one over there, one over here. And I own a bunch of them. But thank God, this is because I work hard. You know what I'm saying? I have rents coming. I used to pay rent. They pay me rent now. That's, that's why I like what I do. I, I was paying people rent. I, I, oh man, another month I have to pay his rent. But thank God, I work so hard. Everything I am in, they pay me rent now. It, it, it turned, the, the table turned on me. Look, this is what happened, you know. When you have an, money coming to your pocket every month, that's why I can, well, I can retire, I promise you, tomorrow. But do I want to retire? I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I love what I do, just enjoy life. You've made it on the other side of entrepreneurship and success. And you did it You did it right in time of where we're at in the world right now. I know that I'm in my 30s and I, I'm still growing and I still have all these ideas and plans and ventures that I want to do. And with the state of the economy, you know, and, and just everything in general, I sometimes feel like, it's defeating me or I feel overwhelmed at points when the work starts to pile up and I, I'm working, I'm working. But for some reason, every time I sit back and I actually see what I have and I actually look at, you know, or I visit my, my properties and I'm like, man, I did this, you know, oh, I, I bought this paint, I bought this tile. Man, it suddenly, crazy. it suddenly just juices my flows and I'm like, you got this. It's okay. This change is good. We're, I love it. We're, that's we're that's at a, me. I, we're at a uh, believe kicker me or off. Not, I know you're talking. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. I feel the same way. Every morning, every morning I leave from my house, six o'clock. Boom. I will go up my first coffee. You know what I do? I literally, I go to my property with my dog. I sit there and I just feed the horses and just feed the sheeps and just sit there 
I have a house, and I come to my other properties, I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, I own this. No bullshit. And I go next block, I sit there again, I'm like, damn, I own this too. Thank God. And I'm driving to Buckner, and I'm driving by my street, I own this, I own that, I own this, I own this, I own that. That's why I love it, what I do. It motivates me, I'm like, damn. And I sit back, and all my friends come, we talk. And I don't give a fuck what I own, no bullshit. But the moment I'm, I'm sitting there, I own it, it made me proud who, what I did. I don't, sit, put, I, don't, I don't sit there like, oh man, I post on social media lifestyle, I'm this, I'm that. End of the day, I sit there, I'm like, man, I'm proud of myself. I'm, I sit there, I'm like, man, I, I'm proud of myself. I have one property, we remodeled this right here on, uh, for my horses. My guys, they remodeled, have chairs there. They, they still have some chairs, and mm. I go sit on a chair, and I enjoy my coffee early in the morning. And like, damn, I own all this. It's beautiful, thank God, I'm happy, you know? It, mo- it motivates me. And it kind of humbles. I know it humbles me a little bit, because when I start getting those negative thoughts and, and that stress starts adding up, it kind of, it humbles me, it humbles that. Everybody's humble. Mm-hmm. It's okay, it's, to me it's okay, if you own it, it's yours, it's, you can show off by it, it's okay. Like, if they don't like it, fuck them. I hate, I hate saying certain things, like I'm I won't sorry, come out I'm listen fr- to me, I'm a person, <laughs> I will sit there, it's like me sitting over here judging uh, other big companies or other guys, they walking in, they driving a Bugatti or Lamborghini SVJ, whatever car the fuck is driving. I don't hate them. I'm like, damn, this guy worked hard. This guy worked hard. You know what I'm saying? And if you sit there, you don't like me, you hate what I have, fuck you. Because I would hold what I did. I didn't get it for free. You can do the same thing I'm doing. Especially for a woman, it's very hard. Because people will judge you, be like, oh, this is a woman. I mean, bro, this woman, she's badass. She can do it. And she got potential, she got the mindset, she's a hustler. When I walk in here, I ask you, man, this beautiful building. And you say, oh, I handled the life. Look at this. 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And who, who, be honest, I, Omar will not do it. I have to bring fucking Miguel, my other guys over here, help me with this. But when I see you, you're like, man, I did it. And I, I did this. I'm like, damn. And, and I'm proud of you. And I, I salute you. And I put my head down for you. Really, really. Keep doing what you're doing. And don't listen to nobody. And don't give up. Let them fucking talk all they want. End of the day, I'm a person. No bullshit. When people hate me, it motivates me. Because I know I'm doing something good. I'm sitting, I'm like, man, you know what? Fuck all of them. Let them hate all they want. Because all I know, I don't do nobody wrong. All I'm doing, I have to care of myself and my family, my business. And I'm not harming nobody. I don't go knock nobody's door, asking for no money. I'm working. I'm busting my ass off every day. And you're going to sit over here hating on me? Fuck you, man. That's me. And that's my... uh, meant to, I do this every day. I don't sit there, I judge people cross street. Hey, I have nothing to, I, I'm gonna judge myself before I judge anybody. Looking at you online and everything that you show the world, what I have gathered when I, when I view you from an online perspective is, hey, this is hard work and this is what you can get when you get hard work. I agree. That, that is what I've gathered. It's, I've never, I've never, I never feel that you're boastful. If any, I feel like you got this too. 
this is I'm show, I'm showcasing you what your potential could be, uh, and it could be better than me. You know, I, I can do it. You can. It's opportunity for everybody. I don't give a fuck where you're from, where you come from, and this is America, and everybody can, same opportunity, same day, same time, same minute, same second, whatever you want to call it, same year. The sun come out for everybody, not for me and you only. It's the moon. Flip the sun, go away, everything, same time for all of us. So God give everybody same thing. It's all up to you if you want it. I want it bad. And I still, I'm just. I, I can tell you still want it bad. You I, still I, it's are. Like, it's, like me, it's like me uh, playing football. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, I want to go fuck this shit up. I'm going to go, I'm going to hit him. I'm a linebacker. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a kill all of them in the game. That's, that's me, my motivation. I want it bad. And so nobody handled it to me. I got it by myself, and I fixed every puzzle by myself. Nobody come here, man, let me give you three puzzles. Your puzzle be full. No, I did it by myself. So I'm still not done yet, and I'm gonna do what I do. So many badass people, they want it, they work hard like me. And there's so many American people, all fucking lazy, they don't wanna work. They just wanna sit there. All they do, especially this corona thing happened, past two, three years, people got more lazy in America. Everybody got lazy. You know, be honest with you, you will see sign everywhere, all over America. We are hiring. People do not want to go to work. They are lazy. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you, are you doing? All they were sitting at home, they were fucking making babies. So, you know, when they were complaining, I swear I was making money left to right. Was that the, the best time in the The best business? time of my life was the corona because everybody was home, not doing shit, no vacation, no, no mall. Everybody would come spend money at me at my shop. Guess what? And the same people, they could do the same, they could do, do, make money somewhere else, but they didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? For me, I'll, even when everything opened back to normal and people still don't want to go to work and they were still making, I was making money. I'm like, man, what the fuck are these people doing? So it was a blessing for me and, and everybody was just getting money, collect check every day at home, every month home. So, and then guess what? I, who did they spend the check to? Omar's. <laughs> and I'll take it, collect it, oh, like a Section A. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that there is a mechanic out there, and he works hard every day, He's but he's working for somebody else. He's tried to save up as money, or her, who knows? There's, there's girl mechanics out there and, you know, people that do that as well, whatever sex you are. Whoever may be, there's a being out there that works hard, he has that drive, um, he keeps trying to save, but he can't get out from working for whatever you know, shop that he's working for. What would be your recommendation for them to step out from that? If you're a good mechanic, or if you don't know everything, learn. Keep learning all the, everything about the car, about the truck or vehicle, any vehicle is out there, you know? You know, I, me, I have mechanical shop, mechanic shop. You know, even you don't own your business right away, you can save your money. Work hard whenever you're showing there, show to work early, working hard for whoever you're working for, and busting your ass off, save your money here and there, and little by little, you know what I'm saying? And then you can fix people's car at people's houses. You could go, I know people, mechanics, they will drive to you, go fix your car. And they have a truck, they have all the tools in the back of the truck, they will go to you, fix the truck. So it's, if anybody sitting here be like, man, I cannot save this, if you, like, but I save here and there. You can save here and there, yes. Come up with a plan, but like, you know what? Let me get a, a set of, I drive this a little bitty Honda 
or let me get a truck. Put all your tools in the back of the truck and put a sign, I do mechanic, I'll come to you. People will call you, you know what I'm saying? And keep working, keep promoting your business on Instagram, make an Instagram page, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is. You can make it happen. And it's not business for everybody. If you put, like, this, like, you can do it if you put your mind to it. But if you sit there and be like, oh, man, keep being negative, you're not going to do shit. You're going to be negative. But if you actually be like, man, I want to have my own, I want to make extra money, you can do it. I promise you, you can put all your tools back in your truck and keep hustling every day. Every day. Work seven days. You know what I'm saying? I know you have a family. Your family want to chill with you Saturday, Sunday, but spend them time, work hard for them, and you will see the better days coming. Yeah. Spend that, that time my, now yeah, to relax every, later. Yep. I work hard. I can relax anytime I want to. I'm sitting over here for two, three hours. Is anything bothering me? No, I'm blessed because to talking to you and I work hard for this moment. You're an entrepreneur, you're a leader, but, but I know that you can offer some advice for people that are out there in different industries. Let's say that, let's flip the script. Let's say you're a barber and you know, you're stuck in the barber shop and you're having to pay um, somebody else two to three to $400 a chair and the better you do, the more it's gonna cost you. What would you tell them? You're paying $250 cutting hair. Literally, you can cut hair from your garage. If you have good customer, because the customer is going to you, that barber shop, to see you. To see you. And then if they come see you, so you can tell them, come to my place. You know what? I'm going to come to you. Please. Pay me $5 more for gas, $10 more. And then you walk in a barber shop. Say, example, Omar as a barber. Somebody walking in here, hey, bro, uh, barber, you go there. Whenever they are available, they can cut your hair. I've been to a place, a barber shop, and I'm sitting there. I don't have hair. I, I fix my beard. I'm, I shave. And I'm sitting there. One, my guy said, please, let's go over here, bro. And I'm, we walk in there. He's like, he asked the barber, hey, man, can you cut me? The barber's telling him. The barber's fucking on his phone, just waiting, waiting. He tell the barber, the barber said, I have my people. I'm waiting. I have a appointment at 2.30. And I'm like, how stupid. We're sitting there, no bullshit, but 20 minutes. And that motherfucker still waiting for the other guy. I mean, how stupid are you? You can make $60 like this. When your guy come, he like you so much, you trust him, you tell him, hey, homeboy, give me one minute, but let me finish this guy. If he is your homeboy, if you don't want to wait for you, or he come see you, fuck him. But to me, at Barber, I see a guy come to my shop. He have a van. And I, I know a person, I know a lot of barbers, they will come there, they be like, uh, someone be like, hey, cut me. Like, 20 minutes, oh man, I gotta go, I gotta do this. I'm like, how stupid, my guy's gonna pay you $100. Just cut him, just, just do a fade for him, whatever, $100. You're paying him over. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for all the barbers up there, you can hustle. Any customers come here, make your fucking money. Stop being lazy, stop sitting there, I'm waiting for the other guy, fuck the other guy. Cut, whatever. the money is in your hand, take it. So Take you, it. So your Ma advice is to get crafty and get moving. Yes, cut whatever. Look, it's like me, as me, Omar shop. Every customer come, I have appointment. I have appointment. And you know what I'm saying? I don't take appointments. I take you, you come to my pocket lot. You give me money right now, I take your money right away. That's nice. Uh, we have no appointment. You walk in, you want tires, rims, we got it right here. I'll give it to you right now because I want money right away. 
imagine I tell every customer is appointment, as appointment. Maybe from 10 customers, two of them is gonna wait. The other able man, say, no, I'm going to another shop. I gotta go. At barbers, man, they have it so easy. They just need to put a little bit more effort in there and focus. Any customer you see, cut him. Make you money, save you money. Especially for the guys they're paying 250 a month. I mean, every week, 250 every week. You can sit there, save you money, buy a nice van, a nice van, put a chair in there, put an AC in there, drive to people. I have a guy coming to our shop, cutting like almost eight people's hair. A mobile barber? I swear, mobile barber. Yeah. And when I see him, when I go to his, I say, man, bro, I salute you, brother. I like what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And, and I asked him, how much did you buy this van? No bullshit. He told me he bought the van for $4,000. I said, how much did you spend? He said, I spent $5,000. Just imagine $10,000 he spent on a van. And he, he said, I saved my money and I did little by little. And I'm like, damn, bro. I, man, I said, I love seeing people like you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. It's not everybody you tell them do the same thing you. Nah, man. And his, that guy come to my shop. He cut almost eight people. Imagine eight people, there. everybody 60 bucks, 60 bucks. That's a lot of money right there. Mm-hmm. And when I'm seeing my man, I'm like, damn. A lot of barbers, they be like, no, man, I cannot come to you, bro. He come to my shop, you know, like, like no bullshit. I'm like, damn, that's, that's how you make money. For the barbers, don't give up. Keep doing what you're doing. Do not sit there, like, be like, I'm waiting for my guy appointment. Appointment, let him come. If it's your friend, he can wait five minutes, 10 minutes. Make you 60 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever is it. Let him go. That's, I'm a hustler. I love making money. And look, it brought me right here because I never tell nobody wait. Anybody say, and if I'm eating, somebody say, hey, this is money. I'm like, hey, bro. Come on, let's go. Let's get to work. Yeah. I don't be like, hey, let me eat my lunch. Let me enjoy the moments. Mm-hmm. No, hell no. I'm a hustle. I'm going to take it's your now. money. now. That's how I get stuck working you know now. You yep. No bullshit. Every day, all look, day. People think it's easy. It's not easy. It sounds easy, but it's not. But you got to do it. You know, there I, I come across these people that they do extraordinary things. If it's, if it's barber, if, it, if they're a barber, if they do nails or if they bake cakes or whatever it is. But, you know, they seem to be really shy people. And they are too... They come to me because, you know, I have this venue. And they, they start asking, hey, you know, can, can, can you put me on your vendor list? And that's how they ask, hey, hey, can, can you put me on your vendor list? Little do they know, I'm like, hey, I need vendors. C- who wants to come and sit up up here and, and sell brisket, you know, during the week? You know, I'm trying to have funerals during the week. That way I could keep booked. I don't care what it is. Let's yeah. just, let's always do it. So I think a part of, of not only having the talent and, and the dedication to doing it and performing, it's also um, the tenacity that you have to ask. And, and, and don't be scared to ask because your goal is bigger than, you know, that fear of, hey, asking somebody because i would imagine the barber that you know you you're you're referring to now that's that's coming and meeting you you seen something there was some conversation to make all of that happen and and yet you're here little does he know he's being marketed to you know however many people listen to this just for showing up really so he was in my pocket for like hour two hours he cutting almost eight people and leaving Mm -hmm. and he he going to another house cutting the dad's hair son his nephews, and I'm like, damn, this guy, I, I, like, you, you can almost dirty. Man, I will be, I will get up, 
six, morning, six in the morning to, at, at 10 o'clock at your house cutting your hair. You going out Saturday night, bro? I got you. Come on, let's go. But you're sitting over there like, oh, man, I got to go. My girl, my baby mama, my this. Stop fucking making excuses. If your girl do not see what are you going for, fuck her, leave her. But if you know where you want to go, stop making excuses. Stop saying it's her or them. It's you. I want it. Nobody stop me. You want to be around someone that has that drive that you, because you're feeding off of it. You're like, oh, look at him getting it. Oh, heck yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. let's bring a customer in here. You, me too. I like being around hustlers. I like being around. So Hustle get out people. there. Get out there. Get yeah. out there. Don't be scared. But thank you. Thank you again for so much time. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you. Yes. And yes. Please, and for all the people out there, you can make it happen. We can do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? It's all, everything's in your hand. You just gotta hustle, wake up, and go for it every day. Same thing, over and over. Whatever you're going for. If I can do it, you can do it. That's it. And that's it for today's episode on Inspired Voices, a journey through career, leadership, and business. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.